Hey, Netanyahu, thank you for coming in. You, you have uh, an amazing background. You've done so much leadership and innovation and invention. Uh, you worked across so many different domains that you have so many experiences that the audience can really benefit from. So I appreciate you coming in and sharing your insights with us. Thank you very much for letting me be in here, uh, Steven. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, you're right. I did a lot of things, um, like jumping between domains and sectors and working from government to, to the, the glory of uh, B2C side of things, the size world. So yeah, I would like to talk about everything that is very interesting in that domain. Um, yeah, thank you for letting me be in here. So Netanyahu, I mean, because you have this amazing background, I'm always curious about what were the drivers or maybe two, perhaps three inflection points that made this wonderful career that you have today? Okay, so first I will be, I will say, first of all, let's be honest, greedy. Why I want to be number one as, as much as you and everyone else. We all seen television and so on. This is first. I mean, number one in technology, number one regarding money. You know how it goes. Second, I don't care to fail because I came from Israel. So over there, you keep failing until the age of 21, including the army. Um, and eventually... Uh, you, you, you don't care about it. Nobody count the failures that you have. So it's very easy to do things without uh, thinking all the time about what happened if I'm not going to succeed. And eventually everything is very interesting. I'm, I'm seeing um, what Elon Musk doing. I'm seeing what other um, you know, unknown friends that they are my friends, but nobody knows about them yet. Uh, doing everything seems to be very interesting. Um, I remember my childhood when I received my first PC. I the first thing that I did is to delete the driver of the CD-ROM. This is very funny. So I, I I remember how I tried like three days to fix it without any success because I didn't realize that I needed floppy to to install the driver and so on. Um, so it began in my childhood and regarding computers everything is very you know in rapid pace everything is very interesting right now it's it's crazy so what what i'm hearing then is uh, you have this personal drive i'll call it personal drive to be number one at whatever you're involved with and uh, i can tell from that conversation we you know the the dialogue you just given you're very curious and you want to have a lot of expertise in different areas and and you mentioned different people and and that's a sign of that and including when you get your first com uh, computer you're you're tinkering with it right and yeah. and this is like at the age of 12 you're trying to figure out what's happening and and so on and so you're constantly learning and putting yourself in a position where you can grow at the boundaries of your knowledge so you're constantly stretching so uh, that's really remarkable <laughs> Yeah. So, so I know, you know, you, you got this computer at 12 and then you were hacking servers and <laughs> your background and uh, you made a major product uh, at 14 and, and then you got into, uh, you know, uh, big companies and so on. But you got into um, software development at 18 well, where, uh, you know, where, you, you know, you went into Python and C and Assembler and Advanced Communications. 
or even before that, I guess. And that's that's quite remarkable because those are really uh, like C and assemblers. <laughs> I'm old school, so you know we used to have to do things and machine code even. That yeah. assembler was like, oh my god, you guys, it's a lot easier. And then of course C is even another layer of sort of abstraction on top of that. And then of course with Python, then it's like, oh my god, it's like child's play, right? Because right. a lot of the stuff, everything's done for you. Um, how did that happen? How were you able to have this environment where you could work with, you know, with C and Assembler and so on at such a young age? Is, is it your family or uh, a neighbor or your close proximity to a university or something? How did that happen? So it all happened, first of all, because my friend, I think it's a lot. So we, we, we had a kind of group that playing multiplayer games just in the beginning, in the in the days of Unreal and you know the first first Red Alert and uh, Windows 3.1 and so on. Um, so it was like trying to do you know not goodwill. It's just to playing with the with the teacher for the computers when he teaches Pascal and try to you know do things. So. Um, in the, in the geek world, what you're doing is try to format all the computer before before the class ha uh, starts. So it's it's like to be to play with the teacher in the beginning, and afterward, it was more than a game. It was very I was very curious about how things work. So um, you know, um, mirrors and IRC, and try to upload movies, even before even that I didn't sell them most of them to to service in in the U.S. universities. Uh, just you know, before the time of Netflix and Google <laughs> Drive, of course. Um, so it was to try to do something that it seems that nobody can do, even the small ones. Even I'm I'm not saying no one can. I mean, my ecosystem saying that it's very difficult. So let me try. And there is things that you know force us. You know, people force us to do. Nobody wants to learn assembler. Okay, this is horrible. <laughs> Um, so, but it, it was, you know, one of the things that I was needed to learn for my study in the high school. Um, but yeah, I managed to do it. Um, it was hard those times. And, you know, Pascal and, and the old languages. And then slowly, slowly moving to, um, to the things that um, taking, you know, software like uh, Norton Antivirus back there. I'm changing everything that looks like Netanyahu antivirus and, and moving forward slowly by slowly and eventually creating um, actual product that people use for goodwill and badwill. Um, I remember Sub7 was one of the big things back, the, back there. I thought it was Trojan Ors. So, you know, um, so it's all about the ecosystem. You have friends, so you maybe you have friends that play basketball. Uh, so you have luck, they, they can play with you. But if you have friends that deal in everything with their life um, 30 years ago, 20 years ago with a computer, so this is what you're doing. Uh, you've been with your friend and learn everything regarding this. So um, yeah. Um, the days of ICQ. You know, and because, uh, you know, you're um, out of Israel, so there's mandatory military service, but you served in the intelligence corps. So, yeah. so 
Um, and, and uh, you know, and the, there's legendary units within the intelligence corps. And this is back mm -hmm. in 2005. So you can't talk about any of it, I guess. But uh, that must have been um, fascinating because Israeli intelligence is world class, right? It's, it's actually feared in some ways because they're so good. So uh, or at least respected, deeply respected. Depends, I guess, yeah, on I your perspective, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, right. Is there anything you can share from that experience? Um, um, I can say um, that, first of all, it was amazing because, again, for, for good and bad reason, they give you everything to succeed. They give you the time, of course. You don't care about salary. You're getting... 100 back per month this is what you get um so but you have time you don't have any responsibilities regarding wife and child and so on you have only your role and position and you have task um so and and of course you have mentors and people in the industry in israel especially in the army they are very talented really so um you know, the army fighting to keep them inside the army. Um, try, try to prevent Google and Apple taking those, you know, um, those amazing people outside the army. So you learn everything from them. It's very easy for you. It's not something that you can read in the internet. Um, nobody going to share the most important things, the most amazing things right away. So you learn from that. You have the time to invest in anything that you like. Um, you're very young, so you're naive a little bit. Um, so you're doing everything that they told you to do. And and yes, you see amazing equipment, like, uh, you know, thermal equipment um, that, that weighs 70 kilos. And you can see, you know, so far away that you, you can, you, you split yourself between the equipment world and the software world and the intelligent world and you do everything and everything is so, so fast that you learn and forget everything along, you know, together. Um, yeah, this is was uh, a great period of time in my life. I mean, Israel is also famous. It's, it's known as a startup nation. It has uh, the top innovation per capita in the world. Uh, you've gone through a big boom, especially last year with the unicorns. Uh, and again, per capita, a higher unicorn rate, I think, or at least in the top in the world. And you have such a tightly integrated system between the defense R&D, university R&D, the startup ecosystem, the government um, intertwined with all of this. And then some, uh, all the big companies have labs there or some kind of presence because there's just so much talent. And then you also indicated that there's a culture where you just keep trying and you keep trying and there's no such thing as failure there. And failure is not continuing to try and being an entrepreneur. And I, I recall when I, when I was um, uh, in Israel the last time and I was talking to my my cab driver, and, and he was an entrepreneur. He had, he had two businesses and he was working on his third, you know, and it was, exactly. and so that's a real entrepreneurship mentality. And I haven't seen that anywhere else in the world. Yes. So yeah, exactly as you say, um, our friends in the ecosystem, it's like two different worlds. First is those that succeed. So they have Tesla, 
Uh, they have like you know, the new iPhone and everything. And there is the one that didn't succeed. So they waitressed and, and you know, work for as a, as a, um, a police officer or something, you know, uh, very simple. But with time, like free time, it's, it's a shift between eight to five. You're not taking anything with you home or anything. You have time in front of the computer, do whatever you want. So they willing to give um, their life the opportunity to be something more than just a manager in one of the companies to be able to, you know, to do what Elon Musk and everyone else did because it's a dream. Now, regarding the failure, nobody say anything when you don't have a cell phone or you are like cheap and you don't have money because you didn't do anything yet that is successful. Nobody is saying, oh, okay, this guy, we don't want to be with him because everyone look at you when you are, um, we call it startupist, okay? Someone that's going to do something as a project, um, but related to deep tech. So everyone jealous in you, even if you don't have the first salary. You know, most of the, um, in the beginning, when we established Cybit, uh, uh, I didn't have any salary wage or whatever, nothing. Um, try to consult other companies just to, you know, to bring a little bit money to home. So nobody look at you like unsuccessful person. They already look at you like you're going for sure to succeed. So they give you the respect that you deserve. So it's easy. Um, and for most of us, it's we're talking about uh, the army. So you're going to do it the same thing that you did before. You're going to, to try to learn the world of ITEC, the investors, all that business development side of things. Um, there is a lot of people that are going to help you, but eventually you're going to sit in front of your Mac or PC with a Visual Studio code, your Python libraries, and try to figure out something that nobody else did before. So it's the same thing like your, your six years before. You're beginning in high school, you finish as a, as a, with a startup company, and you didn't change anything regarding your daily routine. So it's it's... It's obvious for some of us. It's not so obvious for the non-tech um, people in Israel. But the, the ecosystem, it's not just the developers. It's not just you know, the smart research guys in university. It's also everything around them. Um, so yeah, you can go to Tel Aviv and see yourself that even the taxi driver that drove those high tech people um, look different than those for the tourists. Um, so it's a huge ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah, def definitely a huge ecosystem, very integrated. And in the meantime, I mean, so you're doing this when you're in your teens, <laughs> you're, you're building yeah. things and you're developing a lot of expertise. And then at 22, you established your first business a company in the U.S. following all of this early business success that you've had. Uh, and you, you opened up an engineering project management company as well and, and things like that. Right. And, and But at the same time, you're earning, uh, you got a, a BA in economics, an MBA yeah. in strategy, a master's in computing science. And, yeah. and I can see the MBA and, stra and strategy because there's the business side, right? And right. the master's in computing science. Why the BA in economics? 
Okay. First of all, I want to tell everyone, you know, you know, it, it's right. It's, it's okay to judge kind of persons like us. But, you know, the most important thing that you need to decide regarding of, you're doing this when you are very young. And back then, I thought that, um, listen, I know a lot regarding computer science. I want to learn something new, something not from my world. So let's go economics uh, first. So, and you know, and, and I go, you know, back then, even in 2011, I goes to the United States and invest in, in the real estate sector because of that. So yeah, all my life, I'm splitting between a couple of things. First, the business side and, and the tech side. Um, and also between the entrepreneurial side and to work for big companies. So it's two different things. You know, in big companies, you have, you know, you need your title, your role, your education. You're going to do one great thing. And the entrepreneur, you're going to do everything i mean really everything um even things that you you're not good at uh, like marketing for example things that you very very feel comfortable with um and you know in between so yes i did my ba because it's it was sound great back there but it's still it's very important in economics and the business side um, you know, today it's helped me a lot. I work for the, for one of the companies as an economist. So I know how to calculate everything regarding your PC from the cable, the shipment, you know, I have that kind of thinking alongside with to actually understand what it means to pay 60,000, um, 60K per month for deep learning researcher and how much is hurt to your bank account? I mean, so I know both worlds. Uh, and, and, you know, but you also worked with these big companies like Strauss and Intel. You worked for the Israeli prime minister's office and, and you got skills and things like deep learning and computer vision and cybersecurity and, and product design. And you can even speak Arabic as well, right? right? Yes. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes. uh, it's... So what did you learn from working with these really big companies? And, and uh, you know, what are some of the skills? NVIDIA as well. I mean, you've been chosen as one of the world leading AI innovators by NVIDIA. And NVIDIA has really right. gone from one, yeah, obscurity right. to be one of the top companies in the world. In fact, their market cap is now bigger than Intel. Intel used to be like the giant. <laughs> then you have right. NVIDIA that's now uh, bigger in market capitalization than Intel. So I... I how did that all come about? And, and then we'll delve into what you're doing right now and, and where you, yeah. you know, make your predictions for the future as well after that. But I just want to mind this last little bit, you know, because you work for some of the big companies and so on. You know, what lessons did you gain from that, that, that you think were useful to where you are today? Okay, so, so yeah, as you mentioned, you're right. I work for uh, big companies, um, the latest, uh, before what we're doing right now was the prime minister office. And, you know, in Israel, when somebody tells you the prime minister office, it's not politics. It, it's one of the organization that, you know, under the prime minister uh, directly. And it's the same thing like I did in the army. It's very secret, you know, 
kind of things and so on. But over there with, with the companies, with the big corporation companies, you learn a couple of things. One of them is how to deal with your ego. This is the most <laughs> important thing. You have like, you nobody. It's not important how much you're genius and you want to change and you want to, to show yourself. And you want one to 20,000 in the same you know, factory or, or organization. The second thing is that things work very slow. And if you think that um, the world already, and you know, build everything, um, um, everything already exists. It seems like nothing, you cannot innovate. You can, those companies work with, with fax machines, work with, you know, database from back then, like 30 years ago, um, very slow. Um, and, and because of that, um, you as a young person that want to show yourself, you can very easily. <laughs> Regarding the prime minister office, over there, it was very, very, you know, techie thing uh, to manage a lot of people from different countries doing things that you in the beginning told yourself, what? why? And build, you know, softwares and application to be used one time and that's it. For example, so it's break your heart every time uh, from the beginning. Um, so you do a lot of things and you learn very important lesson. If you want stability, you go for that direction. If you need it, if you if you if you have enough of uh, to be you know founder of of one of uh, your startups, so go work for that companies a couple of years and come back for the instability one. The second thing is you learn what not exists. From the outside, you think everything exists. Microsoft seems like they are the perfect office. Gmail seems like perfect tool. It seems like that, but it's not. It's actually, you know, those companies have very difficult, very hard time to deal with teams and, you know, the remote side of things, the DevOps, uh, cybersecurity. So it's just, begun all that story so you learn what you can invent it's very important you can you i recommend everyone to go work for free <laughs> at apple you know what now in one of the small companies that develop software for nothing and you're going to see how bad those software works what need to be fixed right away so it's not like in the world of chemistry or economic uh, that it's already established 3,000 years ago. Um, everything already exists. It's different. We just began to, to learn what the computer science world can provide us. Yeah, I mean, I, I can relate to all of that because I've done so much uh, work with all sorts of different areas. And there's a lot of um, volatility. And you have to deal with that bullet and you have to be very agile, right? So, right. And, and you have to be accustomed to that agility and so on. You know, uh, you got expertise in cybersecurity. And, and I know Isaac Ben Israel, do, have you ever worked with uh, Isaac Ben Israel by any chance at the uh, Tel Aviv University? And he, he headed up through the prime minister's office or cybersecurity program. And then he was asked to take Israel to be amongst the top five in AI and so on. So it's quite a prominent 
figure and he was a major general in the intelligence right. as well right so <laughs> and, and yeah. i know him in fact the last time i was in israel i had dinner with him so yeah right uh, i mean he's an amazing person but um my expertise is in data and ai more than cyber security but everything around anything in the, the you know in those organization is related to cyber security so imagine that right. you develop cyber security uh software and you need to deal with a lot of data. So, you know, uh, this is the major side of the software. Um, so I have a lot of uh, expertise regarding cybersecurity. There is better than me, of course, um, in that area. Um, it's just a tool for me uh, to play, to know how things work, to know how to act to the basic things. Uh, but um, it's not my expertise. My expertise is data, deep learning, you know, uh, AI, to invent and build the next Scion, for example. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into SiteBit, so I'm just going to ask a few more questions. You know, you're known for your projects like Cylon and also Viznet, and there's others. Uh, I mentioned this earlier in 2021. You were chosen as one of the world's leading AI innovators by NVIDIA. So that's a quite a quite a yeah. a great uh, recognition. And then this year, you were listed among the world's top. 60 AI and data leaders. Can you talk more about that? Can you talk about Cylon and Viznet? And you know, people in the audience may not know what that is all about. And then yeah. how, how did you get become recognized by NVIDIA? And and you know, and this year is one of the top uh, AI and data leaders, you know. Yeah, so um you're right. So regarding NVIDIA, first of all, um, as a person that work with the computer from you know, my teenage. Uh, NVIDIA is all my life. So every application <laughs> and game that I just started, you remember that NVIDIA, you know, the things that, so when I hear NVIDIA and see that logo, it, it's make me feel okay and right. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy and admire that company. This is first. Um, but uh, side bit using a lot of GPU regarding uh, any, you know what, any processing side of things uh, even the stream that we pro we provided to customers using nvidia gpu to do it um so we working with nvidia more than that we working with intel um just because this is you know deep learning sorry guys nvidia won this round um and because of that they they had um they have um, the inception program so we chat a lot of people, we, we, we meet a lot of people regarding this. You show your work, you show what you're doing with the GPU. Actually, this is what they care. Uh, so you can show YOLO three or five today, detecting object, it's okay. It, it, I mean, it's fine. But if you really take the GPU and in a split of second, reach 100% uh, utilization and you need 50 gigabyte, and you're talking about with NVIDIA and scratching their head saying, how you reach that amount of memory and you talk with them and show your, show your work so that they realize what you're doing and what you try to achieve. And then, only then, it's like both sides. Only back then I realized that I'm doing something that, you know, nobody tried to do before. Maybe I go into the, the wrong direction and today I can say that we succeed with that and, and we actually it was the right direction. But this is how things move regarding NVIDIA and then they realize it and then, you know, 
put my name in the website and so on. And afterward, uh, because I'm dealing with data and everything, um, I was invited to participate in magazine like 60 leaders for the AI and data. And I've been asked what I'm doing, how I'm doing this, and what we need as a society to, to take care of ourselves regarding privacy, data. You know, the world goes to one direction, and we, some of us, scared of it, right? Um, being scared of it. So this is what happened, and, you know, things move forward. I'm, I'm not looking to be recognized to the first leader or something like this today. Um, you know, it was in the past. Um, but yeah, some of my work being being watched. Um, and one of them is the Cylon. Now, yeah, I know, guys. Cylon, it's from uh, Battlestar Galactica thing. Um, you know, the series regarding robots and um, Cylon take over the world and so on and so on. Now, this is not Cylon 1. It's Cylon point one, And it means that we mimic the the very simple organizing organized um organism i'm sorry um and one of the thing is to let the software for you it can be a virus it's okay i don't care if someone will call you in that name that try to keep itself alive as much as you can this is the first major project that take a lot of time and it's taking resources from every company around the globe. If you provided, provided resource for free, this will take your resources a little bit, you know, like a virus that want to keep itself alive. So this is the first thing. And it's kind of a evolu evolutionary algorithm, if you're familiar with it. Uh, so it's, it's like advanced thing that this is the first thing. And the reason why we're doing this uh, as a as a side project, me and some of my friends, is to build the infrastructure for a um, software that can live without human interfere. And yes, thinking about electricity, thinking about data, thinking about what will make the humans angry to turn you off. Yes. So this is the first, it's very hard because it's a feedback system. It's many feedbacks like a child um, hurts, uh, you know, uh, the CPU, people checking you, people deleting your friend and all that thing is the Cylon 0.1. So it's combined between data, deep learning, machine learning and cybersecurity along, you know, between them. And, and I promise everyone to publish it in 2023 as a mind map in the beginning, <laughs> uh, because uh, it's not only mine. So this is first. The, all the rest is regarding deep learning and machine learning and data. So a lot of things that I already managed to do, and but I didn't publish. This is one of the things that I didn't leave in the open source world a long time. So you see a lot of, you know, contribute in the GitHub and GitLab, but you don't see any files. So this is going to be changed, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that software will be controversial too, though. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why, <laughs> I'm, you know, 
everything begin with that right everything it, it starts like that you know uh, it's try and error thinking that you want to change the world I'm not afraid from to do mistakes but my will is a good will uh, so um, this is my goal I'm not looking you know silent taking the world it's not like that it's just because I believe that we can do it we can okay how about this then <laughs> tell us about business this yeah so business it's um it's a deep learning algorithm that um it's a little bit different than than the algorithms that already exist. Let's say it's not algorithm, it's neural network that taking the time, I know that RNN doing the same thing, but taking the time is the major, um, the major data that need to be uh, taken into account. So it's like the way it goes to the time and how the, the things change by time. So let me give you an example. If I give you a picture, with humans okay from far away only one image you're going to have like 30 percent error finding the difference between humans and garbage can for far imagine three pixel per human it's it's horrible right but if i'm giving you three second video the same you know quality the same thing you can decide what is human and what not because you don't care about the that you things that you see the pixel black or white or if they have hands or not you see the context but the context the context is related to time so you can say only to see black dot on your screen after three seconds that it's a b on your tv or it's a dead pixel or it's a human right how you do it it's just a black you know black dot black pixel and you're doing this because of the time and because you have the context. And this is what you learn because people change, right? They're wearing black suits, they have hands. Some of them don't have hands. And, and you know, inside it, we realize that people under the water are still people, you know? So even if you don't see them, you know that they are over there because they see your friend looking on that direction. So as a human, this is what's important for us. We learn from time changes, um, and this is what's important. So the business taking only that in the account. So the feature map and the filters, it's not related to age detection, the color, the deepness, and so on. It's related to time only. And this is what we did. And we managed to, this is, uh, um, I say, we, because I have a friend that helped me, this is like a personal project. We managed to detect the difference between human and, 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 um, uh, and the car, car from far away, both have three pixels. And it's only because the movement, it's not tracking the speed, no, you know? Um, I hope that I explained well that situation, but I will give another small example. If your friend will wear um, a dog costume that look exactly like a dog. In image, you think it's a, it's a dog, but I give you half a second and you realize that this is not a dog, right? So you're not using your vision. You're using your mind to track 
the changes in the scene. You see different person moving and this thing is not moving right, right? So this is what Wiesner is doing. Interesting. So you created a temporal analysis system and then by that temporal um, uh, context, you could then figure out what it is or a higher probability of what that particular, you can classify it uh, yes, through this temporal exactly. uh, system, right? So that's interesting. You know, okay, now let's uh, talk about SiteBit. What is SiteBit? <laughs> so SiteBit is a company, first of all, that um, as a founder, I established the company um, along with uh, my co-founder. My, We were both you know, two founders. Uh, the company in 2019, it's all begin to, from the understanding that nothing exists really in aquatic sites to, to, to public safety, to try to save us humans from the water that we are drinking and like to swim, but it's very dangerous for us. Uh, so um, you right now, it's actually the season of drowning. You can see in the, you know, in the news every day, drowning here, drowning there. Some of them, it's, it's unfortunately, it can be prevented. So SideBit um, begin uh, as an idea to provide technology that exists to aquatic site that nobody care about. Yeah, uh, it's sports, you know, surfing and everything, but it's in the age of the civilization regarding infrastructure, regarding the policemen, regarding everyone. This is in the age of the civilization all the time, if we're talking about coastline. So we begin with market research to see if somebody needs some technology to prevent drowning. And we did a lot of POCs to see if we can detect human in distress actually you know, drowning. And eventually we reach to understanding that nobody trying and it is smart thinking nobody try to detect the stabbing the the car accident the people that drown right now everyone try to detect everything that lead to those hazards for human so you detect the person that speeding you detect the person that caught in ripcord everything is fine with him but he caught in ripcord and now it's like the time, the clock ticking, and you try to prevent the next drowning. This is the, the, the major understanding regarding the solution that need to be invented. And afterward, we collect a lot, a lot of data to try to build a software, a SaaS application that will be based, first of all, on every camera that you can find, uh, including your PC camera, including off-the-shelf cameras, security cameras, black and white cameras, everything, because we know already that there is millions over there that already been installed. We cannot afford ourselves to say, listen, you need side-beat camera to use this uh, software. So this is a horrible approach. We were smart to know that. Um, we learned from the competition, from other company at DeepSea that started the same same solution but with special camera and they were closed so we learned from them and we realized that this is how the system going to work so how system how side system works first of all the taking the feed from the cameras as i mentioned far away cameras 
those that blurry a little bit because near the water you're going to find out that the, your lens is going to be ruined in six months second with chinese cameras you know they are horrible sometimes uh cannot operate they are not real full hd um they cannot deal with low light and so on so you need to deal with that kind of data and as i mentioned you have low bandwidth also because it's in the A. So you have 3G, 4G cellular connectivity. You're, going, you're not going to have fiber optic over there. So this is how the system works, sending everything to the cloud, not asking any tune from the camera, any changing direction, angle, you know, auto lighting or something like this. Fixing a little bit, using computer vision, you know, improving a little bit the image and then um, moving to our core technology inside it. So the top, uh, core technology is, um, is three things. One, to detect any type of object in aquatic site. And when I say aquatic site, yes, the camera is 100 meters from the beach. The person is 90% under the water. You're going to see only his head. Is uh, lifting one, you know, uh, a surfer, and there is one thousand human and boats, uh, you know, collision each other, and you need to detect each one of them to see how much time they are in the water, if there is boat near human, what the difference between adult and child, and if that adult come with this child when they just entered the beach because there is difference between adult and parent. So this is the core technology, the first one. Um, so it's like you already know, object detection is very simple, right? Every student in, you know, in their master science probably going to build one of those things, but in low quality images, very small object and very far away, um, scenarios you're going to face probably 40 percent accuracy so we reach around 85 per image and if we're talking about video this is a gold standard for us so this is enough the next video the next frame and the next frame so you're reaching enough accuracy to be able to use the second core technology is this is very special about side detection of the water situation hazards creep currents tsunamis you know tides everything that happened in the water and any anomaly without any special sensors again from the same picture um so this is very special about it. we know where there is rip current as much as 10 years experience like that um we train the model very fast in, in every site, and that's it. We don't need anything else. We know where there is whip coin. We also know, and this is very easy statistically, to know what's going on with the water. Now, to know tides and to know the height of the waves, you go into the internet and you're going to see what will happen tomorrow. But in the time of crisis, and this is, will happen one in 100, and it's enough to kill somebody, 
nobody will tell you that oops today it's going to be 10 meters wave nobody going to tell you listen today there is tsunami if they know it they really you know nobody will die from tsunami if they know one day before so we detected for example tsunami around 50 minutes before okay so this is the benchmark that we did uh regarding uh tides we know if it's um anomaly for that site specifically and rip coin there is three type of rip coins for us so we know to detect the rip coin we know that the object in rip coin we know to we understand if that object the human is actually fighting the rip current or he managed to to deal with it and then to provide the insights with those two core technology only that we provide in the insights for the user now there is another core technology regarding tracking but the tracking is not something that site be invented like it's something that nobody had we have it it's based on our detection of course so uh, we're using tracking to count the speed deal with everything in the scene to see if the human are child or not and so on but with those three core technology we managed to know everything regarding the site and then it's all about ui ux so the lifeguard the policeman don't know anything about rip current you know what is rip current why is it so dangerous they don't have to time to learn they know don't need to learn so we provide the insight it's like child alone for five minutes and there is rip current something bad going to happen you need to act now so then we are able to minimize the response time and also most of the swim sites are unguarded nobody can put so much lifeguard over there to keep our lives safe save our lives so um and camera is very cheap it's five thousand for camera it's nothing really compared to lifeguard that it's six thousand per month so and you need to provide them a lot of infrastructure you know and benefits and so on so with that technology that based on you know sort of kind of uh deep learning algorithm and so on and understanding how people react in the water we can provide to the public the safety that nobody can and beside the technology how the system is operate is the most important thing because there is competition for pools for example so special cameras under the water you know you need to build to to download the application and so on we base our application in in the web i mean browser you have browser go to app.cyber.com it's perfect you have it username and password uh the camera you don't need to buy anything if you have it have it if you're not just call to the security company near your house to install two security uh, cameras so there is millions of cameras long beaches today that cities and counties installing every day really um and this is very important regarding cyber because you know probably uh, when you develop something in technology you want, you want the perfect data the perfect situation the perfect you know everything perfect because you think that um you you want to succeed in one field 
we dealing with, a, with a, the most horrible images, really. You see the, the image, you say, I don't want to go to the beach today. It's, it's looked like foggy and you know horrible and forget about it. But this is what it is. We need to deal with it. We need to work with it and not looking for better quality or you know better suited data. So this is about Sidebit. Um, and Sidebit today is, uh, you know, it started to be globally, uh, working global. Now we already, um, the, the system already been deployed in Israel, but it's not enough. Uh, public safety product have long sale cycles. So, um, you know, the whole, we all need our patient regarding those kind of products. Yeah, so, you know, I understand that, uh, you know, you're doing uh, just refine anomaly detection uh, in aquatic sites uh, globally, and you, you can use off-the-shelf everything. You, right. you don't need specialized equipment. And, and then SaaS, so it's uh, easily accessible, right? So, and, and those are your selling points, right? Uh, refine, yeah. <laughs> top-tier anomaly detection, it can use anything, and it's, it's cloud-based, so it's easy to use, and so on. So uh, we're almost out of time. So I'm going to ask a couple oh, more questions. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to get your view uh, because you're uh, embedded in so many different things. Um, in a few minutes, maybe two to three minutes, can you talk about uh, what are the trends that you think are really important? And it could be anything. It could be like Zetascale supercomputers coming down the pike or something like that. It could be uh. biotechnology. It could be anything that you imagine. So just a few minutes on that, and then I'll get your final recommendations, then we'll end <laughs> our interview. So, so first of all, what are your views of some um, future trends, uh, you know, uh, things that people should be paying attention to? Yeah, so uh, I'm looking at it, you know, the new goal, it's not oil anymore. Yeah, I'm not just, we don't need to talk about the, the, the last six months, but I'm talking in general. So the new goal is data. Now with data, you don't need any new technology to, to analyze it. You know, you have the machine learning, it's, it's old already. So you can find out everything and anything about anyone. Now, this will be, uh, this will be the, the old new technology that will be in every application really netflix your gmail already have it because they are giant companies but even in the small companies you know the, the companies that the dealing with uh, with your uh, real mail outside over there so everything going to use the big data centers it's a huge it will ease on our life but imagine right now that you're looking to change your career from businessman to tech, tech human, let's say, you want to learn Python and so on. You cannot anymore delete your past. That's it, okay? Imagine that you want to prevent for somebody to force your friend to sell the house because they have difficulty in returning their wages, uh, mortgage. You cannot prevent it anymore. There is company that's selling those data to investors in real estate sector. So it's, it's the transparency 
that came with those, you know, application like Google that collect everything about us. This is something that we need to get used to or fight against. And I think that we already lose the, the fighting that, you know, Europe uh, start uh, fighting it and, you know, but yeah, we need to deal with it. We need to know how to live with non-privacy privacy world. Um, but it's great because it's going to help us a lot with our lives regarding medicines, regarding, you know, right now, boom, everything about it, everything about you, you're going to the doctor, he don't need to guess about you anymore. So he can help you uh, right away. He can help you more than usual. So it's very important for us. So I think it's a bad word for for the rookies and it's great word for people that don't care that people know about it. Um, so I I like the, the direction that world goes. And I think that machine learning, the deep learning going to be in everywhere. Um, I already see startups that, you know, serve the, the technology to non-tech persons um, to build something with it. So this is what I think the world goes. And I will be part of it probably, and from both sides. Okay, and normally I, I would then drill and ask more questions, but we're just literally out of time. Yeah. So I'm just gonna close with one final question. What are your recommendations to the audience? <laughs> to the audience, so for those that look in, uh, in our interview, because I'm a founder and a partner and so on, don't, don't think about failure, it's irrelevant. Uh, you know why if you're not paying for your failure fail as much as you want as much as you can because you learn from it and regarding people that looking for the tech world and everything wow there is so much things to solve that really i'm i'm looking and people and juniors that that publish things in linkedin and i'm saying okay i want to learn from this guy he, he didn't finish his ba you know bs he didn't finish his first degree and i want to know what he's doing so wow it's a great world to be um and yeah so pushing forward with great technology and please share it with me because i'm always jealous in people who are doing those things Nathaniel, I mean, thank you for sharing your insights. I mean, we Thanks. could go on for half a day because you do so much yeah. and I could then yeah. mine each one of those nuggets, <laughs> uh, gold nuggets that uh, you have and that you live by every day. So thank you again for Thanks. sharing so much uh, with our audience. Thank you very much. Like, Thank you for the a great chat and um, see you later, of course. See you later. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in, to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.